Welcome to episode 15 of AOCast, a monthly podcast about mental health, live streaming, and how it all intertwines. On this episode, we talk about forgiveness. The idea is not about forgiving and forgetting. Sometimes it's about not letting the past hold you back from your future. If you have any questions or want to continue the conversation, I stream every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern over at twitch.tv slash agentorange. Link in the description below. Now, on to the conversation. Randy. Okay, good. Group. Okay, just want to make sure. Just want to make sure that uh, we didn't lose you again. No, I've had two Red Bulls too. You should all know that. Not good. Yeah. Good luck to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> good luck to all of us. All right, cool. Um, yes. All right, so let's go ahead and do some introductions. Uh, my name is Agent Orange. I am a streamer here on Twitch. This is Twitch, right? Yeah, I'm a streamer here on Twitch. <laughs> Um, I do this part-time. I do this for fun. I do this for mental health reasons, and I promote the hell out of mental health organizations and things like that. We play video games around here. I stream three nights a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And yeah, I love you guys. You guys are absolutely amazing. I always appreciate the, uh, the community that we're building around here. And then obviously we do this podcast. Well, for anybody who doesn't know, we do this, this podcast once a month. Uh, the last Monday of every single month. Stacy. Hi. That's not an introduction, Stacy. But all I got. Hi. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I'm not supposed to touch anything. I'm like Thank setting you. things down. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should keep my hands up here the whole time. Bye. Um, no, so I'm Stacy. I am a licensed professional counselor. And I do a lot of different things. I'm presently in a program at UC Berkeley for mindfulness meditation teaching to your certification. Very excited about that. Just signed up for another certification, Randy, that you don't know about yet. Um, and I'm very excited about this one. Um, it is to become a um, certified clinician to first responders. Sorry, my cat. <laughs> um, which is super awesome because of, you know, my work past, right? Yeah. Um, and and uh, emergency medicine. So I'm really excited to be getting the certification um, to where I'll be able to uh, work directly with them. And, and it'll be nice because I can use past work experience, current counseling, right? That's awesome. Um, so that's, yeah, that's something new I'm doing. I'm really jazzed up about that. And then, um, yeah, jazz hands for sure. And uh, and I got some other stuff I'm I'm in the process of doing too, but we're not going to talk about that yeah. openly yet. Yeah. And uh, but it's all amazing stuff. I'm super excited. I'm always learning something. Always open to to learning something. We had um one individual uh, in chat ask if we could do something on DBT, and so I decided that well yeah we can, and I'm actually working on getting certified um uh, in, in that as well. I mean I can definitely just informational but i thought why not yeah. so um i love education i'm always doing something um that's my jam that's what i do that's about it and it's back to school season Woo! Woo. i'm so happy to be and done about, with school so happy oh <laughs> and i keep going back i'm like i know oh, more. i know well i would see i'd go back if it was for certifications because i know guardians wants us or has at least offered to do some um certifications with us 
So I'm I'm super excited about that. So there's some things on like my end that's gonna change quite a bit, which is pretty cool. It's just a matter of of getting certain pieces moved around and and whatever. Seriously, you look like you're in the depths of hell. It's amazing. Nice, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like being in my, my mind. <laughs> it's how I feel right now. Yeah. I do have one light. Yeah, light that helps. Over here. And that if I turn, helps. you could see it. It's like a spaghettio in my eyeball. Oh my god all right so let's and then let's, i got the red one so let's go ahead and uh jump into forgiveness i need a lot of it today yeah. <laughs> it's hard ah Sometimes it is you know it is and, and forgiveness is um it's a beautiful thing um and it's hard to do and you know there's self-forgiveness there's forgiveness of others um and and it's complicated Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't want to forgive because, you know, maybe if we forgive, you know, it, it depends. So let's say uh, let's say you've wronged somebody. Every one of us has wronged somebody in our life at some point. We've been a stink pod to someone that we shouldn't have been. And, and it, it is our fault. Right. Um, whether we recognize it or not, let's in this scenario say we recognize. Yeah, you know what? I was kind of a jerk to that person and I was super uncool let's say that person's like mm, i want nothing to do with you mm -hmm. piss off um we got to work on that forgiveness and sometimes that can actually turn negative it can it can actually promote anxiety symptoms related to anxiety it can promote symptoms related to depression um that vulnerability component that we we talk about so often on and off can definitely become a problem child for us as well right because when we're not forgiven we want to shield right uh, we put on this armor and we, we start walking around uh, in a way of, of not wanting to be hurt, not appearing that we can be hurt and vulnerable, right? Um, so it's, it's, it's hard when, again, we want to be forgiven by somebody, but they won't forgive us. Mm -hmm. And so we have to work on forgiving ourselves, really, because at the end of the day, forgiveness is all about allowing ourselves to release chains from being tied to our past right we can't get rid of things or get over things right so often we'll say oh, i just need to get over that no. i need to heal from it right and when we say things to ourselves like oh, i just need to get over that or we say to somebody else just get over it not helpful actually you're hurting yourself you're hurting somebody else uh, you're saying shame on you that's not acceptable to feel that way if we change the language just a little bit and we say hmm I think I want to heal from this. Mm -hmm. Much more compassionate, soft, kind. You're being a friend to yourself, right? Um, it it can be a difficult thing to do, right? Another thing, and I'm I'm just like diving right in because oh yeah, go for it. We're forty minutes late. <laughs> so boom, it's just going in. Um, another thing too. Sometimes if we've wronged somebody, and let's you know, let's say like again, we know we're wrong. Forgiving yourself can feel like you're letting yourself off the hook. You can feel like, well, dude, if I forgive myself, then I might do it again. And because, like, there's this kind of mean streak in me sometimes, and we might not want to admit that about ourselves, but maybe there is. Um, and if you forgive yourself, then you let yourself off the hook. And what if you, oh gosh, forbid, you know, experience joy again after you've hurt someone? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're afraid to actually experience 
joy and we, we get convinced that if we've harmed somebody we must stay in suffering and we don't like we don't deserve to be happy at that point right right and that's not true not true the idea is that we recognize what we did or and or said wrong right and and always remember when you're angry anger is what secondary emotion to hurt so asking yourself what am i hurt by right um whenever you experience oh, i just feel so angry huh right but what is really hurting you right um shifting gears a little bit and and, and bringing into play let's say someone hurt you and and you're really upset with them and you don't want to forgive them and you're stuck in the past ruminating on this right you drive by their street or somewhere you used to hang out with them you're like ah right <laughs> all angry and 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 they might be going on on about their business like every other day right that can again chain us to the past when we hold on to past hurt so it's it's a tricky thing this forgiveness but it's incredibly important to take responsibility for yourself and your actions right against one thing i've said this before it's the one thing we have control over ourselves mm -hmm. our actions and reactions it's the only thing we can control so and and sometimes it takes a long time to forgive somebody because you could that hurt could be so deep i mean there's somebody that um a bully that i dealt with in in high school i've talked about him before bully i dealt with in high school that i'm like there's not a chance in hell i'm ever gonna forgive you mm -hmm. i mean at, at a certain point i'm probably gonna just forget about it and not really care i mean to me that's a piece of forgiveness of just kind of moving through it moving past it not even caring um but i will admit i don't know if and you might have a different take on this. I don't know if I could ever forgive. Like, 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 yeah. let's say, let's say, for instance, he was, I mean, that was 30, 25 years ago, something like that. And now let's say, for instance, he comes back into my life randomly one day. You know, even though I don't think about it, I don't, I don't do anything with it. I don't worry about it. I don't let it impact my life, nothing like that. But if something like that was to ever come back into my life or somebody or something, person like that um i honestly don't know how i would feel because i don't know if i could ever forgive something like that right right and it's it's a matter of there's a difference between or, well you know commonly stated you know forgive and forget i can forgive yeah. but i won't ever forget right and and better better said is you know i will forgive because my life is worth living to mm -hmm. its fullest but I will have some boundaries. Yep. I will not tolerate being treated that way. Right. And so that's the idea um, that we kind of want to cultivate for ourselves. And in no doubt, like I've bullies from, from, you know, my childhood and I look at it going, well, they just didn't know any better. And they might've been just repeating behaviors they saw at home, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to hold on to that because I want to live a good life and I don't want to hold yeah. on to that stuff. It sucks. Now, that's not to say that when I see someone bullying someone, I get like a little, a little like rush and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Like, nah. Yep. And, and I will instantaneously uh, respond. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a controlled, right? I'm, I'm controlled in my reactions. Um, so I'm responding, but I will protect somebody uh, if I see them being bullied, or I will help people understand how to positively respond to bullies. Yeah. Um, and, you know, adults can bully adults. Oh, all the time. Right? Yeah. And there's a lot of it. Like, in theory, I mean, I was bullying you about your potential receding hairline. Yeah. Not really, well, right? But I mean, I could have been. Yeah. If I was like just some well, person on the but, internet, but, I could have been like, right? Well, but it, but it's true. You and I have a relationship. We've talked about this many, many, many times. You and I have a relationship where you could pick on me and I'm just going to laugh about it and, you know, laugh about your gray hairs. Like, that's yeah. not a big deal. Um, but if somebody else was to come in and start talking about receding hairlines or something like that, like, for instance, you mentioned a while back about uh, the Among Us game that you played. That's a that's a good example of of some of how a game or a person can take something you took it in stride. You're just like, yeah, whatever. But how the other person that you were with, like all of a sudden was like super offended by it. Mm-hmm. Like depending on your situation, how you were brought up and how you take it can really create a big problem in a situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I don't think that your hair is receding more, just for the record. I'm just teasing. And, and, if, and if it is, and if it is, it's because of me wearing a hat all the time. Yeah. No, I really don't think it is. I just razzing you because oh, I, no. I haven't seen you without a hat in a long time. I know. I don't think anybody really had except for Warrior. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and, and, and again, the idea with forgiveness is that we don't want to suffer anymore, right? And I use suffering kind of sometimes our minds when we hear the word suffering it's like we're curled up in a little ball and Mm. we're just you know suffering and and i'm using it more in kind of a broad sense is anything opposite of feeling joy yeah right so sad mad different right suffering um so that's how i'm using that word i want to clarify it so the idea of forgiveness is to help us heal from the suffering we're experiencing and to learn and grow and evolve into a better self. Mm -hmm. Right. Hard to do though. And it doesn't mean that somebody hurts you and immediately you're like, yeah, I'm going to forgive you. Um, you know, because I want to forgive myself. It's, it's kind of stepping back and and looking at the, the, the situation from maybe a 20,000 foot view saying, okay, how did this help me? How did this hurt me? Or you want to invert that. How did it hurt me? How did it help me? Just kind of viewing things from multiple angles. You know, I always say, have a kaleidoscope conversation with yourself. Yeah. Might be dating myself there because I know kaleidoscopes aren't really played with anymore. But I played with them growing up. What are those? It's like it's like eight tracks. I've heard of eight tracks before, but what are those? Mom, <laughs> mom. I grew up with an eight track player. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Push a button. It was like a, anyway, anyway, I digress. I love the Beach Boys one. Um, so anyhow, but the, the idea is, is that, again, we, we do this in an effort to cultivate more positivity for ourselves. So, so how do I, how do you do it, right? How do I forgive somebody when I don't want to? Well, one of the hardest parts is looking at what wrong did you do, right? Like I, I said right off the at you know coming into this our delay 100 percent me uh, i'm i'm pretty comfortable with admitting my wrongs 
um, on, on multiple levels. And <laughs> I kept hitting the X button because my new computer and I'm still learning it and I'm not on Google, I'm on Safari and the X means something different. Uh, and, and I kept Xing us out. <laughs> it was bad guys. Right? It was oh, bad. It was real 40 bad. minutes of bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to, you know, get my microphone right. And, and there's nothing I could do. I kept apologizing to Randy. I'm like, Randy, I am so sorry. I'm, you know, at one point it was kind enough to say, do you just want to like postpone tonight? And I'm like, no, no, I'm going to get it together. Right. Kept my composure um, because flying off the, the cuff would have done me no good. I would have gotten frustrated. Right. Would have done him no good. Right. So I just breathed through all the aversions I was experiencing, right? Uh, all the discomfort of like, oh, why won't this just work? Why can't I just, you know, slow down and get it right? Um, I just breathed through it, right? And and we each have to find something that works for us. Um, except for some people, it's breathing. For some people, it's grounding. Uh, it's counting. It's it's all sorts of different things that you know we've we've talked about along the way, um, and many many others. So. Um, being able to kind of step up to the plate and say, okay, this is where I went wrong. Perhaps where did the, the situation go wrong? Because what we can't do is say, well, this is where that person's wrong. Because again, we have no responsibility over how somebody else treats us. We can just say, well, they treated me poorly and I didn't care for that because of A, B, and C. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, so really that, that finger, that you, you, you. No good. Your pointing doesn't do us any good. Now, right? now that that doesn't mean that you are necessarily at fault for what they were doing. No. That just means that you are basically you're looking to yourself to say, "Okay, what did I do to mm -hmm. to pull that in, or or how did I react right. to what they did that may have negatively impacted negatively impacted the entire situation?" Right. right. Or I mean, or, say... or may, maybe even. It maybe even made it worse, even if it was right. a ne not necessarily a negative impact of, you know, oh, well, I blew up and, and punched him in the face. Maybe it was just I knew that they were um, that if I like cowered in a corner, they were going to come after me. And yet I cowered in a corner knowing that they were going to come after me. You know, like what did I do that I could have done that could have helped the situation versus made it worse? Absolutely. And I'm, I'm catching up on on chat. Mm -hmm. Um, here I'm, I'm bragging. I, I can see my screen now and I'm like, hey. um, so, um, is it Densia hates? Denisha. Densia hates, Denisha hates you. Thank you. All right. So I have to zoom my screen and hold on. Oh, <laughs> hey, Denisha hates you. I got it. Got it now. Um, uh, there we go. Um, talking about, um, recently forgiving your sister for kicking you out a few years ago, but you expect her to do it again and, and trust her less. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that's the thing. That's a boundary, right? Um, we forgive and say, okay, you know, you, you, you did wrong to me. And, and I take responsibility for whatever part you played in that, right? Whatever that might've been, maybe nothing, right? Sometimes people are a hundred percent in the wrong, right? And, and it's how we react right? versus respond. Responding is a little bit more cool, calm and collected. Mm -hmm. Reaction is quick, right? Off like that. We don't want that. Right, that's only an emergency, really. Um, but when there's an altercation of sorts, we want to be able to respond if possible. And so 
You've set a boundary. I expect this person to do this to me again. So set boundaries. Maybe, you know, I don't know if you live with her, uh, live with your sister again, but um, maybe, you know, I'm catching something that you just wrote. Mm -hmm. I don't use her. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so going out and hanging out and having a good time together, right? Yep. But just knowing it can't go past this point. Yeah, and forgiving somebody is not just, like you said, it's not just forgetting that it happened. It's learning from what happened and knowing where those boundaries are going to be. And understanding that, you know, if I loan somebody $100 and I know I'm never going to see that again, what are the chances of me loaning them $100 again or more? Probably right. slim to none. And at that point, if I do then that's yet another thing that I'm like, all right, well, what did I do? I trusted them a second time and I got screwed over a second time, you know, and then you, that boundary is there. And then you learn from that. Absolutely. And, and um, like Denny said, I'll take advantage of that. Yeah. <laughs> like Denny said, right. Um, you just, you learn, you learn from it. Right. And, and that is the best we can do. I mean, when, let's say you've got somebody in your life that, you trusted them and, mm -hmm. and let's say, you know, they shared something private that they shouldn't have shared. Well, now, you know, uh, clearly I can't tell that person such personal things, or I need to say, Hey, if I tell you this, eh, can we keep this confidentially between us? Now, if you say that and they still choose to go and let's say talk, you know, well, now, you know, that's not a trustworthy yep. individual. Right. Yeah. And, and you could even try the theory out by maybe telling them something not so personal. Hey, can we keep this confidential and, and try to build that trust up again? Even have a, a nice conversation saying, hey, I thought maybe we could keep this between us, but I heard you shared this. I really wish you wouldn't have. Is there a reason you might have? Right? Communication um, is really imperative. And, and sometimes people do things and and don't communicate to to make a a lasting i guess um impact on a situation right and sometimes that is necessary sometimes it's important to not say anything and just to let feelings kind of mm -hmm. you know give some distance give some space give some breathing room um let's see real quick uh I forgive people. We've got de-shampoo. I forgive people not for them, but for myself. I feel so much better not holding all of that inside. It does not mean I did not learn from it. Yeah, absolutely. Again, and that's, and that's, and that's the, that's the not forgetting part. Like I'm not going to forget what, what, you know, I mentioned my bully earlier. I might've forgiven what happened, like whatever it, it's in the past. Forgiving is more along the lines of, um, moving, moving past it. And not letting it hold you back. Because as soon as you start letting it hold you back, that's that's really allowing that person, especially in a situation like that, to keep a grasp of you, which is exactly what they want. And, you know, if you're dealing with a bully or something like that, you know, Denisha I, and the, you know, sister kicking her out. Like, I know that wouldn't be her intent. But something like that is a, you know, all right, well, I'm going to forgive you for what you did. But we now have this giant wall between us. We can go around it for other things, but this wall is here for this situation. I'm not going to trust you as much. 
Absolutely. And, you know, um, Denny said, you know, they had somebody close bring up something in a relationship, kind of in a joking manner. And, you know, I'm going to use my uh, my spouse and I as a great example for this. He and I are both jokesters and we can push the limit. <laughs> and Randy, you know, both of us, um, we can with each other. Right. We're always kind of poking at each other and just having a good time. And we had to come up with a safe word because <laughs> I did something to him once and I didn't know it bothered him. And I was like, no, really? And I, I did it again. And, and he looked at me. He's like, call, call. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and um, anyhow, from there, we, we came up with a safe word. So each of us knew, hey, oh, not not a joking topic just yet. Maybe in a yeah. little bit, but right now, nah. Right? And and it's wonderful. It's quite helpful. So being able to have a conversation with somebody, too, when someone brings up something that's sensitive uh, and they joke about it, being able to say, hey, you know what, one day that might be funny, but for right now, uh, not, not, not just yet. Yeah. Um, Dr. House safe word. Fluffer nutter. Fluff nutter. Fluffer nutter. I, I would love the idea of having a safe word and then like six months down the road, never actually needing to use it. And then the person uses it and you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like yeah, fluffer nutter. Absolutely. All of a sudden the person yep. randomly says fluffer nutter and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yep. And uh, DeChampeau was saying, you know, I'm a person that focuses on intent. Mm -hmm. Did they mean to hurt or screw me over? If not, then we can work that out. If so, then game on. And yep. and that's a thing, too, for sure. If you've got someone in your life that their intentions are ill and they're just out to poke fun at you or, or you know, I'll say it, be a dick, right? They're just, they don't have good intentions. Time to draw a line and a, a boundary. And, and if you've tried talking to them and, and they just won't stop, enough is enough. Yep. And you know that that isn't always just friends. Sometimes it's family. Right. Uh, and that sucks when you got to draw that line with family uh, or very close friends. You know, sometimes best friends can cross lines. Right. Um, friends from the past that come back may not, you know, have grown up with you through life. They might still be, you know, treating you like they knew you had 15 years ago. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's really important really focus on what your boundaries are and those boundaries come from knowing your self-worth yep that's a tough one sometimes for people right sometimes we put up with stuff because it's like oh well i just want to be social i just want to have friends they want to hang out with me right? and it feels good to be out and even though people are being rude it still feels good to be out does it out you know does it yep. the negative outweigh the positive um you know if it means that you're going home and you're uh Writing over things that were said or, or ways that you were treated yet. Oh, but I was out at least not, not a great space to be in. Yeah. No. Not a safe space to be in. So knowing your, your value, self-worth, knowing what your values are in addition to knowing your self-worth, right? Confidence. Yep. So I want to, I want to go back to something Denisha said. Um, she yeah. goes, uh, yesterday, someone close to me brought up something that I'm struggling with in a joking way, and now I'm contemplating the friendship. I'm already not too keen on telling people things, and it's twice um, now that they've done this. 
I get that you were joking around, but sometimes not just not saying anything makes more sense, especially if you ask me what's been bothering me the past few days, and that's what it is. So, and that that's where we go into, you know, understanding who your audience is, and understanding, like for instance, Stacy and I, when we've talked about this on previous podcasts, Stacy and I can joke around with each other quite a bit. I mean, we know what we're able, what we're allowed to say, not allowed to say. We know where those boundaries are. But we also understand that if she has an absolutely horrible day, like some personal things that are happening to you with right now, or you, you know, like on my end too, if you were to start making jokes about things going on on my end, that is a boundary that you're crossing. Like as a friend, you understand who those boundaries are. So, you know, without understanding the whole situation, who the person is, I would probably be doing the same thing, Denisha, where it's like you, you know, you brought something up that, you know, I'm struggling with. And yet in a bringing it up and asking me, hey, are you okay? What's going on with this? Whatever. And being inquisitive is one thing. Making fun of it or joking about it is a very different situation if you don't have the right relationship with that person oh, at the right time too, because you might have the right relationship, but it might not be the right time to bring something like that up because when you're, when you're in a, a depressed mood or a just negative mood in general, you could take something that you would normally take as a, Oh yeah, that was just a joke in the completely wrong direction. Yeah. Or, or I should say opposite direction, not even the wrong direction, the complete opposite direction depending on your mood. Absolutely. Absolutely. And sometimes it is best just not to say something. Yep. It is uh, important. I mean, like you're saying, taking a day, yep. right? You've said something once, second time, now I'm taking a day. Now, now's the time to, you know, figure out what that boundary is. Right. And, and if they do it a third time, um, that maybe is the time to take a step away and, and let's hope, you know, you could always, I mean, I don't know the relationship, so I'm just kind of putting something out there randomly. Mm -hmm. um, you could always say, you know, is there a reason this is funny to you to joke about? Yeah. Well, and, and as she just put, um, did you misinterpret what I said is their response? Like that's now putting you saying something wrong is now putting the, you are now putting the blame on me. Yeah. So sure, I may have misinterpreted what you said, or, or I should say I might I may have misinterpreted what you meant, but what you said affected me in this way. So in reality, when talking to people, we need to be very cognizant of what their mood is and what we say and how it's going to impact them and how they're gonna take it. That's why in a lot right. of cases, I'm very careful about what I say in things because I may have meant something one way, but the other, but the person, because of their mood or maybe something going on in their life may have, it, it, that, that conversation may take a, a turn for the worst, yep. for the worst. And you don't even know that it's going to, because you're in your own mind of saying, well, I would react this way. Well, it's not about you. It's not about what is said. It's about how it's taken and how it's interpreted by that person. Now, the better way to handle it would be to come back and say, hey, I'm sorry that you took it this way. I meant it like X. That's a starting point. 
you know, that's not necessarily putting the blame on the person. It's like, hey, I meant this and you took it this way. And clearly it was a misunderstanding. And boom, cool. Can we move on? And then that's where you decide, is this worthy of forgiveness? Is this something that has been continuously happening in the past? And you're just like, you know what? Friendship's over. Or is it something you, you can say on a very basic sense, I forgive you. Yes, there's still going to be that boundary, but let's go ahead and, and move through this. You're struggling with that part? Yeah, and that's, that's going to happen. I'm going to guess, I'm going to venture to say right now that this is not the first time something like that has happened, though, in that friendship. I think I won't just tell them any, anything anymore. Yeah, that's because, and that that's exactly where I, thank you. That's exactly where I kind of get the idea that this is not the first time. Most people, at least most people that I know, are not going to have that immediate negative reaction to something like that unless it's a continuous problem. Like if absolutely, like if you if you know you have if you're a if if it's your friend and it's somebody that you have a good relationship with, um, them coming in and joking about something that's happened in the past. You're like, okay, whatever, this person's being dumb right now. I get it. But they already have done something to you. They've already hurt you in some way, which is probably somewhat related to doing something like this. And that's where you already have that boundary up. And now they've done this, which kind of took it over the edge. Absolutely. And, and you know, I, I wholeheartedly agree that... Maybe just not telling them anything for a while is what's, you know, going to be most effective for you in the healing process, right? Just pull them back a little bit. Sometimes people are gossipy or they joke about stuff they shouldn't. They've got nothing going on or trying to make themselves feel better about something and they start kind of projecting and tossing things around yeah. that aren't theirs to toss around. Um, you know, Andy and I, you know, kind of talking, he mentioned, you know, this stuff going on like yeah i got this so it was kind of like we both bought a, brought our, our toys to the sandbox and we're like <laughs> dumped them out and you know mine's bigger than trying yours to, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead of you know trying to fix it or anything i stuffed a couple of pickles you know on my yeah. like little fangs i'm like ah, you know making this face at him um just to kind of make us both laugh yeah i didn't try to fix it uh, i can't I can just be there. I can only, you know, be a good friend and just listen. And, and, you know, my default is to, to make someone smile, Yep. you know, as after I listen to them and, and, you know, laughter is for me, you know, it's, it's, um, in my opinion, one of the best therapies yep. there is, um, time and a place for it. I'm a place, uh, you can joke about something and it'd be totally wrong. Um, you know, I, I don't think the pickle joke was a oh no no but bad but, timing I think no but but that's but that's the thing is if you if all of a sudden you realize let's say you do something as a joke and you realize crap I was in the wrong I did I said something or yeah. did something that that made them mad admit it like as a friend admit it say hey I'm yeah. really sorry that I hurt you I'm yeah. I'm really sorry that what I said made you feel like crap. It's right, simple. Right. Just say sorry. Instead of getting defensive and going the, well, you must have misinterpreted what I said. That's a very 
defensive and and, and like decent uh, D Shampoo said, you know, nobody wants to know they have uh, wronged someone, especially a friend. If confronted, they may become defensive right away and deal with the consequences as they figure out the damage control. The problem is there has to be damage control. Instead of yeah. just admitting that you're wrong and saying, hey, crap, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that, that was going to be a problem. You're now going in the route of damage control, which by that point, who knows what kind of damage is caused. You may have just lost a friendship because of it, especially if it's become a continuous problem. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm dealing with something right now that I can't talk about that, you know, I mean, there's, there's potential damage control and I'm just waiting for the people to figure it out. Like, all right, yeah. go for it. And, yeah. And sometimes that's, that's the approach. You, you stand down and you stand back and you just focus on you and what you can control, which is you yeah. right? can't control the situation. We can't always get others to see things from, let's say. Let's say it's a perspective of, hey, I am right over here. Let's say beyond a shadow of a doubt, you are right. Mm -hmm. And and we they got to work it out. And sometimes it's a matter of, again, standing down. Sometimes they never see it. Sometimes they do. Yep. The risk we take. But again, making sure that you're caring for yourself, knowing your worth, knowing your value, setting those boundaries, right? And allowing yourself forgiveness for whatever part of wrong you had in that. And if you had no part of wrong... All right. Mm -hmm. I, I think for all of us, there's some, some something. Well, maybe yeah. I got too upset over that. I was wrong for that. Next time I'm going to this. Yeah. Maybe we weren't wrong. Maybe we're just too sensitive, right? I know um, earlier my my spouse had a, a, a good day with something that, you know, they were seeking to do. And they, they got an accomplishment and it benefits both of us. And they came home and they're like, yeah, just super happy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm uh, still working through this. And and they cracked a joke and I'm like, yeah, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. And and it just communicated, I'm not there yet. And and they were like, all right. And I said, give me a give me a little bit. I'll get there. Right? Because I recognized, hey, maybe I was like sulking a little too much. Maybe I was holding on to something and it was time to let it go. Yep. Right. And I had to evaluate that in my own mind, saying, hmm, where am I at with this? You know, and, and they were great. They, they stood down. Now, again, we've been together 10 years, so we, we communicate really well together. Um, and we're friends first. Right? I just got lucky enough that I got to marry my friend. Right? So. Um, Thank God it wasn't me. Right? <laughs> yeah. Ew. You're like you're like a brother. That'd be right. weird. I know. Weird. I know. I want to make sure. We've got some great comments coming yeah. in. I want to make sure. Um, so back to Denny, you know. You said when you when you spoke to the person, you know, they're like, did you misinterpret what I said? Right. There's that. And then um, where am I at, Randy? Uh, it's the oh, questioning it's... for me. I told yes. I told you I'm upset and you're like, what is the issue? What did I even say? Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you what, Denny, I can hear that kind yep. of conversation happening between people. And 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 for you and I don't know if you just said, hey, I'm upset or if you were like, hey, you know, it upset me when kind of i'm just gonna make something up here it upset me when you kind of joked about that i'm still feeling a little sensitive towards that topic Could we maybe hold off on the jokes that would yeah. be a really good effective communication to somebody versus saying hey you just upset me well, they don't know what they did immediately someone's gonna to close off right and um 
and, and their vulnerability, their armor is going to come up, right? And uh, how we communicate something to someone is super important. And um, and I'm, I'm seeing you kind of, yeah, let's not do that. And, and that's a pretty direct thing. Hey, let's not do that. It insinuates, let's not joke about that, right? And again, sounds like this person um, just maybe doesn't know how to care about this topic and uh, whatever it is you're dealing with maybe in a more sensitive light yeah so i want to um make sure i get everybody here because again i'm excited i can actually read things mm-hmm. um i am going to want to once I, i'm looking something up i can't remember the name of it right now but i will want to come back to that real quick which will probably tie yeah. into other things sure sure um dr house my entire life 39 my family and i have done things that bother him piss off other siblings and sometimes to piss them off on purpose my brother uh, steve did this to me most and i have never actually forgave him for everything for instance he knew how to push my buttons to piss me off and he said he did it on purpose because he can and that's hard when you've got siblings who know just how to tick you off and they do it just to get a reaction out of you um that's you know that's a time where you can say, all right, clearly you don't respect my boundaries, so I'm going to make sure I don't show you a reaction anymore. Bore them, if you can, right? Or if you know their pattern, dodge and weave uh, before they can do that. Or you know, tell them, yeah, I, I see what you're trying to do. It's not working, right? Or just, you know, don't give them a, a reaction if possible. Without me knowing the story, I can say that quite easily. I know it's not that easy always, so I want to make sure I, I preface and acknowledge um, that I know it's not always that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when you've got someone who who purposely will poke at you, oof, I'll take you off. <laughs> I've had people do that. Um, I do that to my cat sometimes too. Sleeping, I anger her to wake her up. No, um, Dr. House following up with um, what end of the situation was he moved out and got married. Ever since then, um, it's been the brother I yeah. tolerate and don't like. Yeah. Yeah. So one of, um, um, I was looking for, I knew it wasn't STEM in business because that's an education thing. It was the um, star concept, like for like interview questions and things like that. Yes. Which is situation, task, action, result. So one of the things, and, and as you were, we were going through this, it kind of made me think of that. One of the things that I would recommend doing, Denisha, um, and this is really for anybody who is looking to confront somebody with, you know, hey, that hurt me. It, it really comes down to providing them the information they need as quickly as possible, like in as, as few words as possible. Basically, what did you do wrong or or like, what did you say that has now made me mad or irritated me or whatever? Um, what am I looking for from you from this situation? So, for instance, so, you know, them making the joke saying, hey, when you said X, it hurt me. I would appreciate if, you know, we don't make jokes about that. I'm still hurt from it or whatever it might be. Um. And then in the end, what, what result are you, are you looking for? 
you know, so like, for instance, you know, I've, I've gone through, I've now told you what hurt me, why it hurt me. And then, Hey, you know, I, I really want to just kind of get past that. I'm maybe looking for you to be able to help me get past that, you know, or something like that. Like, I don't know the whole situation. I don't know, you know, just throwing that out. Um, but really those are three big things that I would say in a, in a very quick way of just using that kind of method of, of literally telling the person you hurt me. This is why this is what, and this is how I, in a way, maybe how I need to be spoken to or something along those lines. Right. Right. And you want to make sure too, that, um, there's no accusations. So this is, you know, where we don't want to use any you statements. They're mm -hmm. I statements. I'm feeling hurt. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling wronged. The joke that was made, right? Doing your best to not say the joke you made, the joke that was made. Yeah, the joke that was made. Right? Yeah. Um, it's it's imperative because when we when we finger point and it, although it's normal language to say, well, you did this. Nobody likes to have, you know, um, an accusation made of them, even if it is true, right? Mm -hmm. They're immediately going to go to defense mode because that's our natural state of being. Somebody comes at you, naturally we're going to defend, right? Because we've learned to do that. Um, very few people will, will sit there and just lay down and take it. There are people out there that will, and it's not appropriate to take advantage of them either. But... Um, just like randy outlined you know having some some type of technique um you know knowing what you want to say being mindful of how you're saying it and um giving the person some space maybe you know people can't respond right away maybe they need to sleep on it and i'm saying uh you just actually wrote that yeah i'm gonna sleep on it again tonight absolutely you know i um i'm a big fan of waiting 24 hours you know, if I have a conversation with someone and it made me tense um, or displeased, I wait 24 hours. And if in 24 hours I'm still upset, I negotiate with myself. What am I still bothered by? Yep. Right? Is this my doing or their doing? If I can't come up with an answer, I wait another 24. But that's how I operate, right? Not ever. I'm not saying everybody should do that. Um, but um, giving yourself um, just some space. Right. Or knowing that maybe they need some space. I know uh, D. Shampoo mentioned, you know, maybe they were, you know, embarrassed. Uh, and that again, that, that comes into that accusation component, um, that vulnerability, somebody armoring up because perhaps vulnerability uh, doesn't feel real good. Right? And um, torment blues her. Yeah, yes, there it torment. Is. Yes, um, torment. Yep. Um, blue on the black, my eyes seeing it just yet but um yeah and like torment said sometimes you know a break is needed absolutely i've taken break from so you many know. people i, I have talk. too taking breaks yeah yeah i've taken breaks not because i don't like them because i care and i'm yep. like hmm, not feeling it right um and, you know it, it i think i don't know randy you, you Right. You and I, I mean, we've been friends a very long time. We have times where we talk a lot and then we don't. And it's life. Life gets busy. It's not because we don't like each other. It's just we understand life. Well, I have um, I have an old friend who I, I kind of dumped years ago. Um, and really, it started off because I was like, all right, certain things like I didn't hate the person. I didn't have any 
you know, major issues with the person, but I felt like I needed a break from them. And it was, it was literally, and Stacey, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it was, it was me saying, okay, I just need to take a break. So I was like, all right, let's take a week. And then a week tur turned into a month. And then at that point I was like, all right, I can survive this. Because at that point I was kind of looking for an out, I guess. Um, but it, it turned into me not needing that person in my life anymore. And then there's somebody like yourself where you and I will take a break for a little while. And we're like, you know what? Stacy, but let's give Stacy a call. And then, and then that's, that's when you're like, all right, well, that person's not actually leaving my life. We're just taking a break, you know? And in your, in my case, it's not because of anything negative. We just get busy and it's just life. Um, right. but yeah, I mean, a, a break is if you ever feel like you need a break, just take it. You know, it, sometimes you might want to communicate with that person saying, Hey, I just need a break from you. And sometimes it's just. Maybe, maybe if you realize that you're the first person to respond to them or to send a message and say hi all the time, you just stop doing it. See how long it takes them to realize. That's, that's one thing that I've always done. I always, I always wait to find out who my real friends are because if I realize I'm the one always reaching out to them and they never reach out to me, I'm just like, all right, well, I'll let you see how long it takes. You know, and it, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't mean that I hate the person or that they hate me. It just kind of, you're fine. It just, it just kind of becomes a thing. And you just, you just learn to, you know, as we talked about, forgive and forget. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I've gone through that where friends will, you know, I, because I have such a, a busy, inconsistent schedule, um, you know, I have a rule of if you really, you got to just say, hey, I need you. And yep. I will stop the world turning and I will take a break and, and focus. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and help however I can, because if somebody says help Stacy, I'm going to help. Um, otherwise I'm just like a little hamster in my wheel, just running along thinking everyone's good. Mm -hmm. And I have to remind myself sometimes to reach out and say hi to people. Cause sometimes it's a lot of people saying hi to me and I'm not so great at it going the other way not because I don't think of them. I think of my friends all the time. I'm always in my head reminiscing over things. I'm like, oh, that's so much fun. And this memory, that memory, they don't know that unless I share that with them. And then you realize three years later, you haven't talked to that person, even though you think about them all the time. Right. There's got to be reciprocity, right? We have to mm -hmm. reciprocate, give and take. Um, absolutely. I'm loving all the conversation mm -hmm. coming in. Um, I've cut a lot of people out of my life, mainly because we don't ever uh, chat or see each other. Yeah. And and sometimes sometimes that just kind of becomes a thing. And again, it doesn't it doesn't mean that you don't like the people. But you, you realize at a certain point in your life, maybe you just don't need them in your life. And that's just one less person to have to worry about. You know, I'm Torment, I'm with you 100%. <laughs> I have very few friends by choice. It's not because I don't want friends, because I would like to have friends. People to go hang out with and whatever. But I don't need that. Like, I'm much more of an introvert. I don't need to have a ton of friends that I can go and, and hang out with because... The friends that I do have are very good friends. With the exception of maybe Stacy. <laughs> if I touch my desk, though, you might, uh, if I do that again, you might smack me through. This. No, I think everybody <laughs> else will. Sorry. I do this. It's me just letting you guys know I know. Jazz hands. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think, you know, um, knowing you know the people who care about you 
will be there. Mm-hmm. Right? I have friends that I will go months. Some I have I have not seen in a couple of years, obviously because of COVID, right? But others that I, it's been just legit a couple of years since I've seen them, COVID or not. Um, but I, I do my best to try and keep in contact with them, or you know, on social media, you know, I'll find them and I'll like something, and I'm like, oh man, I I hope they know I'm lurking. I'm I'm around. I'm just yep. you know. Um, and again, my schedule, you know, doesn't necessarily permit me to have long conversations or a lot of phone conversations, right? Um, some of my classes are West Coast and I've got one night a week. And I've got classes that were going on from 9 p.m. to midnight. Uh, and, and I had to be up at 5 a.m. on a Wednesday to work a 12-hour day. I was pretty tired when, when, <laughs> come yeah, Thursday. When, when I found out that you were up at midnight, I was like, what in the world is happening right now? Because that is not like, like you. In, no, I'm in bed by like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, good night. Me, 2 a.m. <laughs> is normal. Yeah. No, but um, but I, I get up with, you know, when the rooster crows, I'm awake. Um, so I'm I'm an early bird. But, um, kind of you know, just the people who really care about you, um, and know you will be there and you know being able to have again conversations with people and and knowing how to communicate when there's turmoil is probably one of the most key factors with forgiveness Mm -hmm. um it it really just it really is again you know you did this to me you made me feel upset you hurt my feelings i don't know if somebody said that to me my guards my vulnerability armor is going to come up and I'm going to start just layering and being like, whoa, ah, now I'm not digging it. Right. That's going to be my internal dialogue. My external is going to be like, can you hold on a minute? Because because you're doing a lot of the blame game and if I'm in the wrong. Fine. Fuck it out. You know, um, I can't say I've ever had that happen, but uh, at least that I can recall. Maybe back in the day I might have, but um, it's it's really important important um, to just know how to communicate for yourself um trying to catch up with what's the reindeer you catch and chat for him for yep. us yep okay you read faster than i do too hmm. i'm slow <laughs> see um, money money stuff going on money stuff yeah money and um, family Weesh. so i want to i want to talk about kind of the idea of addressing when it comes to forgiveness and let's say someone's wronged you in some way. So you have, you've accepted what responsibility you may play in that situation. Mm. Um, and now it's time for you to address your inner pain. Like addressing what is it that has, what am I feeling right now? Yeah. So, so I'm going to spin this real quick and, and do what I do best. Mm-hmm. Randy, have you ever done that? Addressing my inner pain? Yeah. Um, I think, <laughs> so, again, without going into details, um, I think one of, the re- one of the ways that I tend to address my inner pain is I give it time. There may be a lot of thinking about it, um, not necessarily in a negative way, but in a, you know, um, 
kind of going back to the, the, the last thing of what have I done that, or what could I have done better? Or what could I have, how could I have managed my reaction or something like that better? And then mm -hmm. from understanding that, then I can say, okay, this is what I'm feeling, maybe why I'm feeling it. And now what can I do moving forward so that I can heal from it? Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I tell you, I've had a couple thoughts go through my head at the same time. As, mm -hmm. I think one of the questions that's really important to ask ourselves, this just kind of popped in my head as, as you finished speaking, do we want to forgive ourselves? Do we want to forgive the other person? Do we want to feel better? Mm-hmm. One of the main questions do i want to heal from this right now do i want to remain hurt because i feel like that will validate me right it's a um, it's a valid question because it happens all the time like do mm -hmm. i you know if i if i don't get something do i want to continue being mad at this person because i feel that i'm now justified and if by forgiving this person or whatever it might be. Again, may not forget, but if by forgiving this person, it's justifying them. And yeah, now it's I've me versus them. them. To get away. Exactly. Yeah. I've allowed them to get away with this behavior. And that's, it, it's not that, it, you know, when no. we, when we, I think, yeah. Like, I wish I could just take all the thoughts going out of my head right now and just like, yeah. Um, I think that inner dialogue and in, in what we say to ourselves and, and asking that really hard question, do I want to feel better about this right now? That's mm -hmm. one of the first sets or groupings of questions, you know, we ask ourselves at, at even the end, do I want to feel better about this or do I feel validated being angry, meaning being hurt? But I, I think with what you were saying, though, I think one of the big pieces, though, is the two words you said at the very first time you said that right now. Uh, right now. I don't know if you noticed yeah. that, but I caught that. Like saying, yeah. do I want to feel better about this right now? The chances of you saying yes are pretty slim. Right. Like with, with things happening with me, I'm like, well, do I want to feel better about this right now? No, because I know that if I feel better about this, then it's not going to motivate me to do this other thing. Right, right. And then maybe you know, maybe later down the road, then I can, I can start that healing process. Absolutely. So maybe you can use it as motivation to put you as yourself in a better place without it negatively impacting what you're doing on your daily, in your daily life. Absolutely. And, and I'm kind of pausing a little bit too, because I'm thinking of something I said earlier. Uh, I was driving and and i got home and i kind of this epiphany while i was driving about an unresolved um issue i guess i had with somebody somebody who had wronged me mm -hmm. uh, earlier this year and they had zero right to do what they did however the outcome is what i wanted yeah <laughs> yep so in theory they were the catalyst and today i will tell you after eight months today while i was driving i was like gosh i'm not really mad i'm kind of 
thankful for them for what they did. I mean, what they did was sucked and it was total BS. But I got the outcome I wanted, so I guess maybe I'm not mad at them anymore. Yeah. And that's part of the reason I'm pausing a little bit because I'm like in my own head processing something right now. Um, something real, right? So, so sometimes I guess just being a good example, sometimes it takes eight months, yep. almost nine months for something to happen. Um, but when you realize it, man, is it freeing. I'm going to celebrate a little later tonight. Hmm. Uh, maybe with... Well, and it's it's important yeah. to look, when it comes to to somebody doing you wrong or, or whatever, sometimes it's it's important to look at the big picture. It is. Right? It and is. That's one of the things I, I try to do. It's hard sometimes, especially when you're in that mode. Like That's why sleeping on a situation is important. Take 24 hours, take 48 hours. I do the same thing. I'm like, okay, I'm going to complain about it to a certain to a certain point to certain people. That helps get whatever it is off my chest, whatever feelings I have or whatever. And then after 24 hours, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and sleep on it. After 24 hours, I'll reevaluate. Do I need to give myself more time? You know, maybe another 48 hours or 20, sorry, 24 hours. So 48 hours before I really start to like dive into the whole thing. Um, but when, during that 24 to 48 hours, or maybe even sooner, that's when I start to look, try to look at the big picture now that I've emotionally calmed down and say, you know, what does this look like and what good can come out of this? And, and again, you may not know the good that's going to come out of it right away. But in reality, I always look at these types of situation of, of one person hurting you or something like that as a very small piece in a big picture. Because you don't know how that one little thing, that one little situation, like, for instance, let's say you get fired from a job. You know, this happened to me um, a while back, and, I, and I've talked about this on the podcast. Let's say, for instance, you get fired from a job. And you're like, holy crap, that's not good. I no longer have any money. You know, I'm going to now have to look for a new job. And, you know, all these emotions start going through your head. But then six months down the road, you get your perfect job. And the only thing that could have gotten you to that point is having been fired from that job. So being able to then look back and you're like, well, I don't even know what I was worried about. Oh, right. All of these things. But now I'm in a better place. Well, being able to look at it forward thinking and say, all right, well, now that I've lost this position, you know, I'm going to for forgive it, whatever, whatever. I'm going to forgive. I'm not necessarily going to forget, but I'm going to go ahead and forgive it. But what can I, what can I do to, to spin this into something positive? Okay. Well, I'm going to take that this time to now find that perfect job to find something that is going to give me what I'm looking for. Absolutely. And that's important too, to always do the reflective work, say, okay, where was I, um, you know, this time so many months ago, or, you know, as you're just doing your own personal healing journey, where was I before? Where am I now? Right? Very important to reflect. Um, we don't want to live in the past and, and, and be stuck back there ruminating, but reflecting. Reflecting is what helps us gain insight right, and plan for the future. Mm -hmm. We don't want to worry about the future. That promotes anxiety. Right? 
So we're living in the past, depression, worrying about the future, anxiety. But if we can reflect on the past, to, to be in the present and plan for the future. Yep. Those are the things that help promote healing. Yeah. Personal healing. It'll it'll help it'll help calm you down and actually give you a big picture of all right, cool. This is a crappy situation, but what can I do to put myself in in a good position? You know, that, that to me, that comes down to even like going back to Denisha's situation earlier, you know, being able to say, all right, here's the history with this person. Here's a situation that that happened that may have, as the saying goes, the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, now what do, what do I need to do forward to make sure this doesn't happen again? You know, whether that's not talking to the person anymore, which could be the situation or just not trusting them with information, maybe taking a break from them, and just understanding what is it that I need in order to get to where I want to be. So that, that, that truly does help with the, the, the healing process. Um, if you don't trust them, do I need them now? Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's possible. You can... You can be in a situation where you have a friend that you don't necessarily trust with information because you're, here's the thing, you're going to have different friends with different needs. Not every single one of your friends are going to be the exact same person. So maybe you love like your sister, for example, you know, you love going out and, um, you know, you know, going and partying with your sister and drinking and, and whatever, and, and her being your sister. Great. But you also know where your boundaries are. You may not trust her when it comes to living with her. This friend could be the same thing. If they're, if you don't trust them for telling them information, then maybe they have a different, and I hate to use the term, but a different use in your life. There's a, they, they play a different part in your life. Purpose. You put, purpose. Yeah, there you go. Uh, they have a different purpose in, in your life. Versus, you know, hey, I'm going to go ahead and tell you all my deepest, darkest secrets because you clearly can't trust them because you're afraid that they're going to come back in the future and use it against you or make fun of it or something like that. Absolutely. See, Torment has a situation on their hands. right? And, you know, it's never easy when you're dealing with former spouse um, and kids an easy situation to be in uh, the best thing you can do is is keep yourself as much out of the ex's mouth as possible making meaning you know keep your name from coming out of their mouth as best as you can control that mm-hmm. they're going to have jealousy they're going to have insecurities and I'm not saying this person in particular uh, that you're referencing, just people in general, exes yeah. sometimes have that, right? Um, might have an ex that maybe you have a really unique situation and, and you get along with your person's ex, and then all of a sudden, you know, something changes and suddenly, you know, you get, you know, kind of blindsided, like you're seeing torment. You know, you used to be friends, and you get blindsided, uh, and yeah. suddenly you're not, and you know. We can't control why that person's doing what they're doing. We don't have to understand it or accept it either. 
only have control over ourselves. Yep. Right. And in doing your best to, I haven't read what you just wrote yet, but doing your best to stay your course. Right. And, and kids are involved and making sure you're not doing the same thing. When, you know, you hear that, let's say the kids come back or someone says, I heard, then, you know, said you're, you know, jerk. Right. Uh, I'm really sorry they said that. Um, I, I hope you don't feel that's true. Do mm-hmm. you? Right. Um, you could ask kids, you know, and again, I'm, I'm just giving a very yeah. light example <laughs> of, of something. Um, but it, it is hard. Um, as, as much as, as much as we want to pull the whole, oh, well, they hate me. Let me just give them a reason to hate me. Because personally, I love that saying. But I'm, you need to be smart enough to know, especially in a situation like that, you can't give them reason. Like, you have to play the nice guy. And sometimes play the nice guy sucks. But sometimes you just need to say, you know what? It's for the betterment of the relationship that I have with my spouse, with her relationship with the ex, for the kids, all of that. I'm not going to bring him into the fold anymore. Stay away. I will do my best. I, I will do my best to avoid this person without being rude about it. Like, I'm not going to just run in the house because he's coming up to the door. I'll go up and talk to him, but I will do my best to keep my calm when he starts to badmouth me. Or maybe I'll just say, you know what? I don't have time for this and close the door. Sure, you might get mad, but you're, you're, giving him you're not giving him additional reason to hate you especially because i mean just based on the situation i'm going to guess stacy used the word earlier there's a lot of jealousy involved too given what you're putting as the overall situation there's, there's, the umbrella, there's it looks like yeah jealousy a little bit of hatred in there because of because of the situation and it happens especially in a situation like that it's going to happen it's unfortunate sure. but Absolutely. And, and again, you know, perhaps again, when it comes to, you know, I see you're saying, you know, updating the kids and how they're doing. Maybe you don't do that. Yep. Maybe your partner does that. Yep. It's their kids. Right. You might have the best of intentions, um, but sometimes exes just can't handle themselves and they, you know, can't control their manners. Yeah, if it's if it's your um if it's your spouse's um and and in reality that's kind of how I handled it for a while with my ex. It was, you know what? Let me handle it. Because there were some, you know, issues like that going on at the time. So I was like, let me handle it because last thing I need is for you to now get involved and now there'd be this hatred between you two. You know, whether it's jealousy or or whatever the situation might be. Because it's because it's at this point it's her spouse or sorry her her ex, her former spouse, not yours. Yeah, it's her ex. So yeah, and let that you know be the messenger of just surface stuff. Maybe you know unless they ask how the kids are. No, um, surface. Yep. My heart goes out to anybody who's. Who's got a situation where they've got stepkids? Um, my heart goes out to you. I'm sure it's not easy uh, to be in that situation. Yeah. 
Um, Torment, if you want to reach out to me later, too, I can always talk to you further. Um, all right, Stacey, do you want to continue? Do you have anything else that you want to cover? It's, we're coming at, well, we're just after 10 o'clock. I'm going to do a pump. I, I still got, like, a quarter of a Red Bull left. Are you, you're not going to, all right, yeah, you're I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to sleep for, like, five no. days. No. Caffeine well, does not, like, make me, like, focus. I turn into a Super Bowl in a small room. The yeah. fact that I'm even sitting still right now is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do keep fidgeting. What what we don't see is her leg is bouncing like this underneath. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing with like the Velcro on my on my sandal. Like, yep. <laughs> so, but did you have any other topics or anything that you wanted to touch base on? You know, caffeine like, is bad torment. It is. Oh my god. Within the forgiveness realm, let me clarify that. I have been very good at staying focused. You have, for a long you have. Time. <laughs> yeah, and, and um, we've had some really good conversation too. So I definitely appreciate it from you guys. Yeah, been awesome. Yeah, no, I I don't mind staying on a little longer because we were late, but at the same time, I respect that usually you go raid somebody. So I also don't want to, um, you know. You respect me. Time. You respect me. R e s p e c t. Can we spell it? R-E-S. Yay, education. T. Here, let's see. Let's go ahead and <laughs> let's go ahead and give it a minute. Um, we will. One minute. Well, a, a we're couple really minutes. going one minute. Are we all just gonna sit silently together? Literally one minute. All right, everybody, let's have a, a literal. It's like meditation. Minute of silence. We still need to do that. I would enjoy that. Yes, we still need to do that. I'd enjoy that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, is there are there any other since we're since we're here? Do you have Stacy and I um, in the same place for the next well couple minutes? Um, and you won't have that again yet. until next month. Uh, okay. Do you guys have any other things that you wanted to touch on? Anything like that? We're happy to go through and answer any questions or. Yeah, any, do you have a poem, any, by the anything. way? I do. I found one. I was not prepared tonight, everybody. So, um, all right. Well, <laughs> I was looking while we were chatting. Well, why don't you why don't you go ahead and do your poem then? Right. And we'll we'll go ahead and go with the um and the recording after that, and then we can just stay on for a couple minutes and. Right. Unwind videos are a great unwind if anyone is into that. All right. Yes, there's a lawn mowing game, too. I was playing some uh, um, Xbox the other day. I actually have a lawn mower simulating um, game. They uh, ASMR. Yeah, stuff. they uh, literally have a lawn or a uh, a simulator for everything, Stacey. Everything. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, they have Ask Warrior. They have a um, uh, power washing simulator. You literally go around power washing different items. Yeah. There's a house cleaning one, like a house flipper. So you have to don't judge me. So you have to um, flip houses. Yeah. And like clean them. And yeah. I'd be all over the power washer one. That'd be amazing. All right. So the anyways. One would be fun too. Anyways, let's go ahead and Ready? do your poem. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, this looks like it's an excerpt from The Awakening. And it's by... Um, Judith Espinoza, and it's from 
HealingBrave.com. Get proper credit to where it belongs. Comes a time in life when you finally get it. When in the midst of all the fear and insanity, you stop dead in your tracks. And somewhere inside your head, a voice cries out, Enough! Enough fighting and crying. Struggling. Hold on. Like a child, fighting down after a blind tantrum, your sobs begin to subside. You shudder once or twice. You blink back a few tears, and through a mantle of wet lashes, you begin to look at the world with new eyes. This is your awakening.